0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, Jacob, before we get into some
1: news... Oh, first of all, we have to talk about our first sponsor. Oh. Uh, so we're coming to you from the Trojan Magnum studio. What? Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I emailed them and they emailed me back and said that it was too small. <laughs> the studio is <was> too small. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I don't you. have that on the soundboard, so we'll just do a... All right. <laughs> no, we're coming to, to you for the Hooks, Lines, of The Hip Hop Studio. Uh, there is quite a bit of news to cover. I um, know the last episode, there was like, nothing to talk about no. as far as news. Mainly because of the episodes were so close together in time. Yes. Um, so there's a, a, good, a good bit of news. I'll, we'll try to fly through it real quick. Uh, did you hear about Jay-Z's Blueprint album? No. Uh, it is going to be archived in the Library of Congress.
0: That's pretty cool. Typical shit that Congress does. Let's acknowledge the black achievement one time. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? I know, they could have put
1: all three blueprints
0: in there. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, hey guys, why don't you put
1: 444 in there and stop playing? Fucking idiots. Next. (laughs) Alright, Connor says a trilogy with Nate Diaz will happen. Gang shit, because every
0: time I'm on the treadmill, I'm watching Nate and Connor uh, 1 and 2. But one mostly because they fucking kill each other. I can't wait to watch that fight.
1: Um, also, he also, he got Nate in the third choking him out again.
0: Okay, Conor Tech Machine.
1: <laughs> uh, he also said that he lacked motivation in training and preparing for Khabib.
0: He's a pussy. He got taken to town.
1: Yeah, he got. He, we watched that fight. Yeah, we did.
0: did. Did were you were there for that one? Yes. That was the most. That was more fun than the Super Bowl. I want to add. Like what, would you rather be at a UFC party or a Super Bowl party? A silent film is was more fun than this no, no, Super no. Bowl. I don't mean just I don't mean just any Super Bowl, but no, legitimately mean, like, like a Bowl. UFC fight, a UFC fight of that magnitude versus the Super Bowl. Which yeah. one was like more hype to you? Like to me it was no, the UFC it was the fight. It was yeah. the fight. It was so fun. It was such a good energy. That's why I like when Conor fights. Even though he's like kind of
1: making excuses here, and I think he's just he was outclassed by bead. Yeah. Um, speaking of UFC, Dillashaw failed drug test. What? Yes, and he relinquished the belt before the UFC even got involved. Oh, no. So I would assume that it's pretty cut what and dry. The fuck? That he, what, what did he I test did, positive for? I didn't for read it? too much into it, but I would assume it would be a performance enhancing, right? I don't know. It could be anything. But the fact that Dillashaw
0: looks like he shredded and yeah. um, relinquished the belt is not a good
1: sign. No. Um, that's very that's sad. like admission of guilt Dillashaw's
0: like right one of my favorite fighters he's for, for those of you guys who don't know the reason why we're talking about UFC is because we fucking love this shit um, but he's the bantamweight champion or I guess he was well, yeah. uh, and he fought, he fought what was it Cejudo yeah he fought Cejudo who was the featherweight champ uh, and he went down to 125 lost that fight in the first round pretty much by TKO uh, that's really sad So a hard
1: mock life that sucks Speaking of hard knock life, uh, Jay Electronica teases joint venture with Jay-Z. There you go. Y'all can Stop keep waiting. Stop playing
0: with my feelings,
1: Jay. Y'all can keep waiting. Stop. Y'all get a jay Jay-like album when you get Eternal Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't. No, man. That is so
0: painful to me because those are sad. two of my favorite artists. I know. It's sad.
1: Um, I, I like Jay, but he's been gone for so long. Yeah. I'm more upset about Uzi, really, at the moment. Um R. I, Kelly, oh, you got something to say about Well I just mm-hmm. want to
0: say, man, like I was just listening J. Electronica the other day. No,
1: I mean I'm not saying dude, like-
0: it's it's incredible to me though that those three songs after ten years still go No, yeah, oh yeah. no, yeah. Ten years, they're still one of two of the greatest hip hop
1: songs of all time. Most definitely. I don't I don't know what the It makes me so dysfunction is.
0: sad. Uh oh, oh you guys don't know. I'm a huge J Electronica fan. I'm so... Everybody's thinking like, you Oh, that guy at the end of control. (laughs) That sucked. You guys just bring up... You brought up Dillashaw losing his belt and then Jay Electronica's name and I'm just having a bad time right now on this podcast. I want you to know that. Oh
1: God. You're causing a lot of pain in this corner, man. The next two may bring more pain. Hey, guys.
0: Hang on. On top of that, I was ditched the first time in my life. Went went on a date. On a date. On a date. Went on a date. She did not show up it was very sad mm. so
1: I'm having a hell of a week dude well You're... the next there's a few more bullet points in here you may not like so oh, we're geez. gonna get Hakeem a piece of leather to chew on okay um next point Logic announces Confessions of a Dangerous Mind a new album I'm excited
0: um, for that yeah because I, mean, I hopefully... did like Frank, uh, Young Sinatra 4
1: I did too and I liked um not everybody the one before that like the Bobby Tarantino tapes do what you want with those but the the concept albums were pretty sound mm-hmm. Um, the incredible true story. Yeah, I mean, even under um, pressure. under pressure is a under album. one of my favorite albums. Um, but that's my favorite Logic album. Yeah. For any, to be clear. I think the the marriage he was in was kind of messing All with sweet. his creativity a little bit too. And, and the way that it seems that they had left it is they're both happier now. Uh, they're both they're just so busy. She's a model. Yeah. He's a artist. To, so it is. I mean, yeah. it's got to be a difficult life anyway. Um, but I do know he has started smoking weed again. That's all he does. He's Gang pretty, shit. I think now you can almost call yourself straight edge if you smoke yeah. weed. Um, uh, but yeah. that, I think that's about all he really meant. That's why about. he's smoking weed now. Yeah. Cause it's so accepted. It's not going to hurt his brain. Right. Um, schoolboy Q is supposed to be on Fallon tonight. Today is the 20th of March. So oh, it's Wednesday. He's going to be on Fallon. I'm not sure. He may just do a little quick little snippet Are of num num that? juice. I hope we watch it. We can watch it. Yeah. Um, well, I don't. Fallon comes on at like eleven. Oh, that's. I don't. I don't know what time. It, hey, it Fallon. Right. Hey, dude. Your fans have jobs. They do it so all the snowflakes in California can watch it at a decent time. The wet us east coast east east coast southeasterns. We don't matter. That's right. <laughs> this is this is hooks, lions and deer. This is a hunting podcast now. Hooks, lines, and Willie Nelson. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on. Did you? What did you think of Num Num Juice, first of all, from Schoolboy Q? Love Kid? it. It's very unorthodox for him, so I, I hope it's going to be the whole album. Bro, shout out to my friend Nate.
0: He asked me about Num Num Juice, and we kind of went on a little tangent. And I was saying that for this album, for those of you guys that don't know, I wasn't a big fan of his last album.
1: Blank Face? Yeah. I just I couldn't put Kanye myself through it. Yeah, that was, was about, about the it. best one. I'm and there was a Black Hippie remix on that one, too. That one was good.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping
1: he's going for more something on the Oxymoron route or his yeah. first album. Well, th- I mean, this out uh, this sound, if he goes that route, it's going to be nothing like we've ever heard from him. No, but
0: what I'm saying is darker. Right. Because he, he doesn't... he I don't want songs like Bring Him Out and... Um, What's that song he did? Uh, Hands in the air. Um, you know I don't want any any radio hits from him. Those songs do like not age well.
1: He's he's like a Pusha T where
0: he these same he, the yeah. same conversation me and Nate had yesterday because he was trying to say that Pusha T Daytona wasn't that great and I got mad. Uh, I saw red. But well, Nate, no
1: I one. Me. I don't think anybody could go to bat like no
0: for no. But he was just saying the sound is recycled uh, and I said it's not recycled when. Were, when you get it once every five years. Yeah, not just that, and the fact that he's saying stuff differently, he's modifying the beats. It's not the same album every time, you know. And artists like Pusha T and the difference between Pusha T and Schoolboy. Is Schoolboy chases radio hits and being on top dog. I think you do have to be somebody that has a hit, you know.
1: Kendrick's carrying that ship. I mean, if I, I
0: still think I still think you're undermining the fact that they they want their artist to have like radio hits. Well I think they need to know They're I, like they're
1: they're like gangster but radio friendly, you know? I think this is what they kinda like Kendrick obviously can bring some hits. Mm-hmm. I think he's really I mean him they they signed that Zachariah guy who is mm-hmm. he had an album, I think it's called Ten Out of Ten. It was pretty good. Yeah. They need to kind of separate the hit makers from the like Exactly. Like I don't want to say true hip hop, but like to the backpackers like the The traditional hip hop and Schoolboy Q has admitted he wants a radio hit. I remember when Oxymoron came out
0: back in 2015, he said that, but I just don't think he's that kind of artist. And Num Num Juice is an example where, by the way, I feel stupid saying Num
1: Num. I feel like a fucking idiot. Thank you for that, Schoolboy. I thought Thumb Thumbs from uh, Spy Kids. When I saw that, those fighting thumbs. Yeah. Oh my god. Alright, mm-hmm. moving on to, uh, this is one of the bullets that may not make you feel too good. The Mac Miller Madlib Project, MacLib, if you've heard anything about that, right now for the time being, has no official plans. And mm-hmm. that's from a representative for Mad Lib.
0: I hope, I hope they don't release any more Mac Miller music. Because well, right now I feel like the families are, are being respectful with Mac. Oh,
1: absolutely. I'm not, I'm
0: not dude, his, I don't know who's responsible for X's.
1: His label, or we're gonna Robert get or... we're gonna get to that. That's the last point. Is it? Yeah, I made it the last one because I think okay. have something.
0: I want to hold off on it then. But I'll the Mac Miller
1: off. one, I think that Madlib kind of owns most of the rights. If, if for those of you that don't know, when this whole process started, when Freddie Gibbs and Madlib had the joint album, so, there was a, a verse that Mac Miller had <coughs> that was supposed to go on that album. Another one. They had yet a few, mm-hmm. and then that's how Madlib made. The connection with Mac Miller and he was sending him beats, and Mac Miller apparently was rapping on them and sending them back to Mad Lib. Oh. So, Mad Lib has. So, I know it wouldn't be like whored out. Mad Lib, no. I don't think, would let that happen. I think no, he no, would no, do the. No. the Mad Lib's an justice. artist and he's a classic in yeah. hip hop. Um, J. Cole was on the. Um, GQ cover? Did you see him dressed all crazy? Yeah, he looked like a fucking idiot. Everything yeah. was baggy. I, well, I don't, only he wore, the cover. Wasn't he
0: wearing sandals?
1: Yeah, that was the one that di- didn't look good. But the rest of them kind of looked Can good. Can I get on a
0: Kawhi Leonard, please?
1: I can't. There we go. <laughs> if we should have any button for bad style, it'd be um, what's his name from the Spurs? Was it Tony Parker? Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. The one um, he's from Saint Croix. Damn, I can't remember his name. I'm gonna feel stupid in the morning. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the Spurs. What is his name? Damn, that's gonna bother. I'll find it. I'm the hype beast NBA Uh, fan. um, He was always like known for dressing like just like regular people clothes. Um, The Sally Walker. I, I get hang on. Okay. Let me defend G- J. Cole real quick. I'm sorry that I said he looked fucking stupid.
0: Um, the main thing there is GQ is a place for high fashion and dramatic looks, yeah, and luxurious and wealthy. And he looked wealthy as fuck in that picture. So, shout out to J. Cole, man. I don't want to be negative towards J. Cole.
1: No, I mean, I'll show you. He might Tim sit Duncan. Me down for Tim a Duncan, Tim interview. Duncan, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. He always was the that one that was, was a, wearing back. That was a brain scratch. Oh my for you, goodness, wasn't it? Yes. When I re- just read that just now, it made me so happy. Yeah, um, I feel that. Yeah, Tim Duncan. If you follow basketball back then, he was like notorious for like wearing like just dad clothes. That's what's up.
0: Uh um, I wouldn't dress any different. They're like, oh, there's Hakeem
1: in khaki shorts. <laughs> no, the the I don't like the cover. Of J Cole on the GQ, that picture was not good. That's the one with him in socks and sandals. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, weird, but it looks it looks rich. Yeah,
0: he looked oh Like that one was oh. that one was cool. That um, was an alternate cover. That's that was, a kind of a gay vibe. Hey, why does J Cole have bedroom eyes and he's in a it's a 2019 silk robe?
1: This was this was another one. That's pretty that's hard. That's legit that's pretty hard he looks like picture. a samurai yeah it, 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 for those of you who've seen it it's the one where he's standing on the road in the woods in front of the piano looks badass and he's got on like this like peach salmon color pretty wild that's fresh this was the one that everybody was talking about yeah yeah that's the one I saw he's on like stand, leaning up to some stairs with some floods he looks like a pissed off dad dude look at the links J. Cole is dressed so crazy that I didn't even see yeah. the jungle cat yeah. sitting next to him they're in not deep jungle lynx yeah, that's a jungle I don't know they're Anyway. Not crazy J. Cole is dressed so wildly and like out of style for J. Cole I did not even notice the predator yeah. sitting next to maybe that's J. what J. it is wolf in sheep's clothing maybe maybe he is that alright moving on since I can't top that any intellectual it's wolf in sheep's clothing it's like an art <laughs> thank connoisseur you, over yeah. here thank you my man um Sally Walker single from uh, Iggy Azalea. Yep. She's got some flack for yep, her.
0: Hang on. Hey hang, hang on. Let me let me transition this one. Let me do this one. Um I'm gonna talk about this and then you're gonna ask the next question, alright? Alright. Yep, it dropped. Next
1: question. Alright. Our next news <laughs> uh, Anderson Pack announced the album Ventura, supposed to be coming out on the twelfth of April. Um, he did say that Dr. Dre gave him a lot of leeway on this project and stayed pretty reserved from it. Um, also one dropped the, the single King yeah. James. One of the quotes from the article where they interviewed him, um, he said he's less of a vessel for Dr. Dre on this album. He said that, like, it was kind of the understanding. He said it was never said this way, but I think this is probably kind of the way it went down. Yeah. Is Anderson Pack maybe was still kind of starstruck that, oh shit, I'm sitting in a studio with Dr. Dre. So you may be less inclined. Like, it's, it'd be hard to be a new artist and stand up to Dr. Dre and be like, hey, no, that's not my sound.
0: Uh, J Cole or not? <laughs> Instead of J Cole on my head, Dr. Dre is notoriously a uh, control freak. Yeah, and he's a perfectionist. And he beats and, women? Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, thanks for that. I had Captain Letdown. Captain Letdown. But yeah. Okay. So besides <laughs> that, uh, he also is a perfectionist. Um, somebody like Anderson Pack, I think. I don't think he was a vessel for Dr. Dre on that album. Even if he's saying that, I think it's just—I think that's a cop out. I think he is—he's invested in his own vision. He's also a perfectionist, and the album Oxnard is
1: one of the best albums that dropped last year. You liked Oxnard? Yeah, I didn't absolutely. like it. Oh no, it's a great album. You're—I'm the minority in that. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. I love Oxnard. Um. I don't know if maybe Doctor Drake, because it didn't sell that well. I don't know if maybe the sales and they were like, okay, let's actually look at what the fans are saying. Uh, I mean, d- let's be honest. With you. The King James, I mean, Oxnard took a bit of a risk in
0: some aspects in this sound. King James is very much Anderson Pack. And hey, back, back
1: to the back basics. to the basics. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. You know, um, here's one of the things we. I told you I, we, I about started this conversation with Hakeem before we started. He was like, no, keep that one because he wants a raw emotion in original just uh, a raw reaction yes alright this is one that probably won't make you too happy okay um bad baby for those of you that don't know catch me outside how about that yeah she she put Trippy on blast today and screenshotted some text from him essentially asking her to come over alone (laughs) so she screenshotted it and captioned it with the the following Oh, but six nine—the only, <laughs> only one who likes little girls with the little like squinty eyes um, emoji.
0: Yeah, I heard about this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what.
1: A lot of stuff was blurred out. Yeah. How do you even know it was tri- trippy red? You know. Well, there may have been addresses put in there. I'm sure. Or something got incriminated You got to remember, this Doesn't is a 16 year old girl though? or 15 year old so girl. Much,
0: there's so much in there's so much in the music industry now. A lot of people are just fucking pedophiles. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what I... I wasn't even... I'm so desensitized because of R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. I, I just... I heard this and I was like, man, that's... Of course.
1: Yeah, I, would, I don't know if it's desensitized. You gotta look at who's talking like, about Academics
0: wanna... made a comment and said a lot of these SoundCloud rappers are fucking underage girls. Oh, yeah. Academics said this on Twitch because he said that like girl, a lot of people that are on social media are teenagers. A lot of these rappers are borderline right. 8, 17 18, you know what I mean? They're they're still kind of teenagers themselves. So they're having sex with younger fans.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so this doesn't surprise me. Also he's what 19, he just turned 19 or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. It's sick. The- it's it's sick, but also I don't know what happened. There's nothing... I mean, it's weird to ask somebody to come over alone. It's weird to be communicating with a girl that age. Yeah. But also, Millie Bobby Brown says that Drake texts her too, so...
1: Yeah, that's... Drake has some weird... Drake has a couple of weird ones. We'll just move on from that. Not that we're protecting them.
0: Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't know. We'll hear more about this. I'm sure Bad Baby, she
1: exposes everything and everyone. But you gotta remember, she's 15, so... I'm not saying that what he's doing is right. What I'm saying is she's 15. What were you doing when you were 15 years old? Yeah. You you were, if you'd have had social media like availability at 15, like they, the kids do now, right. We'd be crazy. We'd be putting, I like, guess why all these like people like our age and a little bit older people I work with are like, y- y'all's generation is terrible. And I'm thinking like, no, oh, our no. generation is not the one doing all this crazy stuff on social media mm-hmm. right now. It's the generation below us. I could not imagine how crazy and all um, the crazy stuff I'd be exposing people for, or being exposed for. Somebody, somebody was telling me that at work. I just got tired of the millennial talk.
0: I said, "Listen here. I said we're the. I think we're the shit as a generation. The fact that we are. We grew up in a time that internet was just coming up, but we were still going outside. We were still learning about the world. We really we got. got the best we above. got the best of. We got the tail end of like right before the internet got. Um, got. Amazing. That's and right, baby. Yeah,
1: it's us now. Yeah, we're the best
0: generation. Fuck off. I watch
1: everybody dislike because <laughs> of that
0: one statement.
1: Yeah. All I'm saying. Millennials is are it, cool. <laughs> I could not imagine having that much access no. to social social media at that age.
0: No, we had Facebook, and basically all you do was like chat with your friends all night. Yeah. You know, and then you'd go and to play
1: bed. all those like weird in like farmhouse games. and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, a lot of browser-based games. No, it's not like Club Penguin. That's its own thing. Gang, gang. Don't, don't. don't not the same. Gang, gang. Shout out Club All right. Penguin. This is the final point that I made, the final point because of the conversation. X's estate apparently put this countdown clock on his website. Oh, right. Supposedly. And his Instagram. Yeah, the thought is that they're going to put out some more anniversary clothing. merch. Yeah. Because one the, year. Ago. Yeah, one year for, from question mark. So that'd be cool. Is it a money grab? Probably, but that, this is this one has meaning, I think, to the fans more so than just mom um, getting a check.
0: You're right. That actually, I I saw the clip before I saw that it had been a year for question, which by the way is the only album I've given a ten to right. on our podcast. Um, so I'll definitely cop some of that merch. All right. By the way, one I did try and buy X merch when it first dropped, but uh. They refunded me my money and just said the order wasn't going to be fulfilled. It sucked.
1: Oh, was that the stuff? Like that shirt that I bought? Yeah, and yeah. then he had died and then I texted you about it. Yeah, that's right. Because I wanted the... You paid $70 like, yeah. for that shirt. Yeah, that's crazy. So we'll see what it, what it looks like. If it's going to be basic, I would think it may just be a money grab. But if it's something like... You can tell it's Kind of creative. Thoughtful. Yeah, or creative. Yeah. yeah. Before we jump into Scarlord and Dave, um, let's hit the what you know... What's well, your crazy fact? <laughs> Pepsi
0: and Cheerwine wine were made in the Carolinas. Pew! Shout out to all the UK viewers yes, out there.
1: For those of you, in, if you don't know the Carolinas, that is North and South Carolina in the United States. Gang, so, gang. Um, mine is music related. Okay. Um, apparently, for some time, the famous pianist, Frederick Chopin, used to only wear a beard on his right side of his face. When they when someone asked him why, he said, the audience only ever sees the right side of my face. He,
0: he was, was lazy as shit, dude. He just got tired of facing shit. No, that's the like the of
1: opposite of lazy. Like, So you're going to sit here and trim this one up and stop, make sure it's all edged up? get okay, dude. I mean, he? it was just too much time to be fair, the straight razor. Well, yeah, then. it was a straight razor or they're just like cutting it. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah.
0: And I love Chopin. Chopin.
1: Alright, uh, we can, you wanna talk about Dave first or Scarlord? I don't care, I'm up for you Let's do, let's do,
0: uh, let's do Dave. Alright, oi! Oh, jeez, that is the worst. Hawks, loins, and hip hop, tea and crumpets.
1: I have nothing to say, guys, I'm out of here. Harry Potter. You're still going? <laughs> Alright, I'll stop, but frill, this Russell Brand album was awesome. Was it not Russell Brand? <laughs> I thought Dave was a pseudonym. Thank you so much, uh,
0: guys, for listening. Everybody's <laughs> leaving. Uh, God bless. No, this was not Russell Brand, guys. This was Dave. A brief history of Dave. Dave is amazing at making music for boxing movies.
1: Okay. You know
0: what I mean? Or Could Hamilton fans. That?
1: I think a lot of... I'm not, you're only laughing because of the way he talks. Yeah. I said this when, I fir- when you first played me this, and I realized that this would, is the you same said he thing. Would be, he would be really good he on Hamilton. He would have been good on Hamilton because a, a lot of people in Hamilton uh, back then had English accents because okay. they emigrated here from
0: That was England. very tasteful. That was, that was very uh, historical. I mean, it, is,
1: it is hard when I go from being borderline racist <laughs> to ha- knowing <laughs> facts about the people I'm being racist That wasn't towards. racist. That was xenophobic, if anything. But the, uh, what I liked about that was
0: it, it makes sense. Um, also his message is always really uh, politically charged racially yeah. charged he's a very personal artist um, he came out with it was song. a song it was a remix it was a it was six pass EP which kind of which dropped right around the time that Drake remixed Wanna Know and it was released on his uh, radio show back then and that was when Drake was was trying to consume all the grime rappers
1: yeah before he hopped to that island sound. yeah you know you know. It's it. It was a ting back then. More chum. yeah. More chum for your head top, Pong boy, or whatever. So watch how you talk on my son, <laughs> or watch how you speak on my
0: son.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So you guys know that, That's just a brief
0: story of Dave. He's not really a grime rapper. I would. I think he has certain elements of grime, especially in the production. Um, but the topic of grime is usually a lot more gritty, more like what, what gigs does yeah. where it's a, more like gun talk. I can com- compared it mostly to, to drill. Yeah. to drill good. music. It's like English drill music with dance beats. Okay. Oh, damn. I need that
1: on like a Wikipedia page. Somebody take that quote and just throw it on a Wikipedia page. Hey, I've got, if you, if you want some fact, wiki- look at this. You asked, and I. This man always does his research, ladies and it gentlemen. It is literally from Wikipedia. Beautiful. So this could be wrong, <laughs> but I, it was hard. Like I, the other one I have for Scarlord, was published by Last FM, and they're a pretty credible like music site. Right. It, I could not find anything on this man.
0: Yeah, he's. Um, there's not much about him, but what, what I will say is. I'll, I'll kind
1: of hit a few things. Yeah. Um, he was born June 5th, 1998.
0: He's younger than me.
1: Yeah, he that's crazy. Like that's he's my 45. sister's age. Yeah. Um, they have on here associated acts. Drake is the top one. Yeah. Uh, Last well Santan Dave is his... I, I kept seeing that, but I didn't know if it was the same thing. Um, but he started with the Six Path EP. Um and that he after that he released an EP called Game Over and that was in 2017. That
0: was the worst cover ever. Have you seen that? Mm. It's like his face with a panther or something like that. That
1: is one thing I noticed, I, I, and it may not be all. I may just be generalizing this because the two that he I had shitty album art. Well, the album art. I'm just talking about like just grime rap co- cover art in general. Like the Gigs album mm-hmm. the cover was not very grabbing to me. Yeah, it didn't seem like very artistic. It just seemed like an album cover. Um, this one just looks a little generic dave's yeah. um
0: it 's a little generic the um, we 've never talked about album covers before, but they are something well, we that
1: are important. We talked about Trippy Red and his cover Trippy red's album covers are amazing um what was the Gunna's to nirvana's yeah, okay, so, true we talked about okay
0: so but what I would say for this one is it looks like something you could you could Do make like in yeah. paint, yeah.
1: Like on paint, like the
0: Microsoft, like yeah, software. legit, yeah, legit. Like it's just something very generic.
1: Um, I don't know if maybe he's just focusing, and it may be that way. He may be focusing more on the art. Sometimes I wonder if that's just uh, poor marketing, you know? Maybe. I, mean, I don't. know. It, it's hard for us because we don't. We're not tuned in, and I I, I want to be the to the like the, the scene UK rap scene. Right. Let me be. Let me be the art connoisseur again. Um
0: what I will say is he's got like fire coming from his head right. in a dark in a dark space and he's like the only light. So, you know, rhymes coming off the top of his head. Right. Keeping him keeping him optimistic in all the darkness in
1: his life. Maybe. Well, based off his lyrics, I mean he puts a lot of thought in a lot of art the about poetry. side a lot. Yeah. So he may be focusing more of his artistic and creative ability on the lyrics, that's when you say, okay, I'm lacking in, in album art. Let me take this to a graphic designer, or let me take this to... Like, Kanye does a lot of album art for artists right? that you wouldn't even think about. Some of them, but they're not good. The ones that really? he's done, he did Lil Wayne's I'm Not a Human you Being like 2. I like that album cover. The Butterfly? Yeah. It doesn't... What did that have to do with anything Wayne was talking about? What is any of his album... Like, the Dark Twisted Fantasy was...
0: No 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 not Kanye, but the fact right. that, but I'm why talking. why pick that cover for Wayne? For an artist like Wayne, who's he's gonna have that deep ass
1: Silence of the Lambs moth. What look at Wayne's cover art. He has I Am Not a Human Being, he was standing there in a pair of skinny yeah, yeah, jeans. Yeah, that's right, but
0: that makes sense. For Wayne. He's not that deep.
1: I just wanna eat some pussy and smoke weed. <laughs> if he didn't want something deep, he shouldn't have farmed it. In I don't
0: know Well, but then he did Daytona for Pusher T which was kind of cool I don't know
1: wow we need to do a separate podcast it's on just not guest not album art. art yeah holy fuck
0: let's do that next
1: but like I said I, I don't know if it's like a UK Like maybe that's just not as big of a deal to UK hip hop fans I think, we're over, us. I think we're overthinking
0: it we've been on it long enough I think the main thing about this album
1: is the lyrics that's what stands it's, out the most right What was your first impression? Well, you played me the first three tracks like last week, and that was the first exposure I had had to this album. Right. Um, I liked Psycho Stratum. It was I mean it was a good song. Yeah. I had a little bop. Um, Black had a lot of like it was very politically charged, but not in a way that's like in your face or don't take this the wrong way or offensive. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think anybody, regardless of your political stance, may hear that and be like. Completely disgusted.
0: Some people, sometimes people Big would argue, bigots, yes, Big some, yes yeah. but but sometimes people would argue that that's not a strong enough message. Um, I would say that hip hop, or not just hip hop, any rap, any music in general, it can be politically aware without being overtly about about a specific message. To me, that makes the message more digestible and something that everyone can gravitate towards, even though it's not as strong of yeah. a message. You know, he's not. He's saying stuff, and you're right. Like, you really can't disagree with anything he's saying on this album. Yeah. You know?
1: Um, Purple Heart was good. Which was it? Was It It was Psycho, where he has, like, the beat kind of switches, and he talks about suicide. Right. He talks about how that doesn't make your, your problem. That doesn't make the pain go away. It just shifts it yeah, to the, other people.
0: The beat switch I was telling Jake, it reminds me of, like, a bipolar. He was speaking about being undiagnosed bipolar. The beat switches from him being in, like, a club setting. And then him just talking about how sad he gets. Yeah. I thought that was really creative. I think that was the only really creative usage of the beat in the, in yeah, the album. The f- because, honestly, the the rest of the beats in this kind of just melt together.
1: Yeah. It, I don't know if... Like, like like I said, we're not subscribed into all the the stuff going on in the UK, UK rap scene. And, but and there, this may be... By a- the way,
0: Grime Rap has some of... there's some of the most complex, loud... In-your-face beats. I've right. listened to a shitload of grime. Skept, if you go, go listen to even somebody who are more mainstream, Skepta. like, yeah, Skept's beats are, are very loud and in-your-face, but this one is just, it was turned down, and I understand usually when people are, are wanting to, to portray a message, they will choose beats that are more understated, but these were just kind of wallpaper. Yeah. I mean,
1: they did nothing I don't for know me. If, if this is, is it maybe like traditional for that, like that, may no, be a no, no, I don't no. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just. I think it's just boring beats. To me, know? the beat sounded like, like the YouTube beats that we have here is what it sounded like to me.
0: Yeah, bro, that's what Fantano said. He said it's literally like somebody made like a Hopsin or Eminem beat. Yeah, on YouTube, and then ripped it and then yeah. rapped over it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just and, it was and you would know that, that shit were because oh, yeah.
0: we're doing that. Yeah. That's so it's kind of interesting for you to. For you to mention that. Because I didn't hear that when I heard it, you know. You have actually made albums before. Yeah. So I I, felt, I feel like for you to say that is interesting. Because I didn't pick that up. I just felt they were kind of generic and just too far in the background for me. I mean, I understand, again, a beat not outdoing the rapper. But it was just... There was just nothing to them at some point.
1: Well, I would like to know, like, to uh, like a Dave fan. Like, somebody that's into Dave, like, or into, like, Earl. Mm-hmm. Like... We we like simple, like, simplicity is everything. Like, but Earl's beats are not simple, man. Right, but look at, like, people like Alchemist. Alchemist beats... Alchemist, but that's New but York. The, yeah, but the sound is simple. Yeah. Like some of the... Like, 444, it was just, like, traditional, like, slowed down, just... But that's what I'm traditional saying. Traditional beats. But th- but that just sounds... But that if that's traditional, it's boring. That's what I'm saying. It'd be yeah. it boring to us. I, I would want to know, like, hey, is this... I don't, I don't know I don't think anybody now I mean the fact that music music now
0: with the internet dude it's not as localized you know right you and you and I are listening to this to this album and somebody in Korea could be listening to this album oh yeah and we're all experiencing it together you know so i I don't think it's I don't think it matters whether or not it's traditional and grime. Or in the UK scene, I think it was intended to be traditional, but it's just boring. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm definitely gonna look up some other like UK acts, like not like people like Skepta mm-hmm. and gigs, people like more in like the Dave arena to right. kind of get a grasp on the spectrum of music right. because it's just like any any other genre of music, there's subgenres. Mm-hmm. Like we have, you have hip hop, you have trap, you have southern hip hop, you have <coughs> east coast hip hop, you have. Screamo, yeah. So, I I would like to know. I would like to see some. I can see that, but what I mean is UK rap.
0: The thing though that I would say is UK rap is influenced by Western rap, just like the whole world is. Really, the only original thing in the UK, in regard, I mean, there there are plenty of more localized scenes. There was that. um, There were those kids in North London, Mm -hmm. or not in North London. It's it's uh, it's just north in England. It's in one of those country towns. And it's these kids—they're battle rapping each other through social media. Um, I hadn't heard of it. Fuck, I forgot the name of the documentary. It's escaping me right now. It was a Vice News documentary.
1: I, 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 which I followed, though. I'm surprised I didn't see that. It was a YouTube come across anywhere. Um, I would just like to see sort of the spectrum of what what it is, because I mean, it's it is different. Right. Wait. Keep talking. I'm gonna find this thing. I want to know why I didn't see it. I follow them on like everything.
0: I think it's Blackpool. Blackpool Grime. I think it's that.
1: Dude, you yes, yes somebody, yes. somebody has a tap on your phone. Yeah, I don't all, all this feedback. Noisy Blackpool.
0: The controversial <laughs> Blackpool Grime, and it's it's kids basically being like really just. Uh, they're pretty much just uh, like they're battle rapping through this social media app through this YouTube app. And they all kind of blew up through these. They call it sending at each other, so it was it's it's like a battle rap scene there. But just because I I didn't know that beforehand, I can easily compare it to something American. Oh you know?
1: yeah, I mean we had what was the kid? That, he's a, just a meme now. The one with the, all the kids out in the street battle battle rap. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, it was corny yeah. as hell. But that is sort of a phenomenon For- that you're seeing. How many views does that video have? Oh, it's in it, tens of millions okay. I, I'm curious to know what like the what their numbers were before noisy. Oh
0: uh, it, it, like, it, it was blowing up it was blowing up. Two? that's why noisy got involved because they saw this scene in Blackpool just kind of bubbling and Blackpool's like a no like it's, it, it's you know it's pretty much like Detroit, you know what I mean yeah. like really just run down and not a lot of opportunity and that's what they were emphasizing of course uh, it's it, it's an interesting documentary though you guys should check it out. But what I'm saying is, just because the sound we're not 100% familiar with all the history, there are still Western comparisons that you can easily oh, correlate yeah. it to, and they're not all—they're um, not all you know that far off from Western music. No, and even Arabic I'm, music, man. Like you can hear you can hear Arabic rap now, and you're like, oh, this is trap.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I noticed about there was a which this is Apple curated playlist, so I can't say I went out and like actively searched this. But an African hip-hop thing came across my thing and I listened to it and there are a lot of influences right but I, I, I want to know are there are there things going on in these places that are like true to that area? Yeah, absolutely it's uh, and that's why like, when we talked about reviewing this, I was down to talk about it but when like listening to it, it was harder like I couldn't get myself motivated to like number the tracks and like like kind of do the math because it's I, I don't want to analyze something that I don't know a lot about yeah like the the hip-hop that we talk about now is is mostly mainstream right and we're around it the some of the niche artists that we review we know a lot about like if a we knew a lot about him so that's why we talked about him right i didn't want to come in and like pick this album apart like i do with other stuff because i think you should
0: i think you should i think think that's our that's our job is that's why people listen to our podcast so that we can pick things apart for one of the things, like I said, the most admirable thing about this album was Dave's social commentary. Um, however, I do think it falls short in that when you are when he's a grime art, or he's not a grime artist. I'm mean, I gotta stop saying that. He's a UK rapper. I would like to hear more relating to what's going on in that area from somebody who proclaims to be speaking about black black empowerment and black rights and. You know, not discriminating against right. people. Uh, I just... I didn't hear anything specific to his area. You know, like... I I when you, that speaking was kind of, of that, that kind of
1: triggered something that I remember thinking about in the album. He referred... I don't know if he was I think he was referring to himself or just using... He said African-American, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of odd. He's Nigerian. That. Right. He, right. he was born to Nigerian parents. Right. So... But I think he was born in London. So I think technically he is mm-hmm. a... UK citizen. Right. I don't know how the dual citizenship works. You, I have dual that. citizenship. And well, was it different South Carolina? Through countries? Like... It could be...
0: It's based on laws of those yeah, countries. Yeah, so I don't
1: know if he's technically a Nigerian citizen, too. I bet he is. Wikipedia didn't have all that for me. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia.
0: But either way, he... If his, if both your parents
1: are, are African, you are... Yeah. Yeah, African. But it was kind of... I was, I was kind of thinking, like... African English. That'd be yeah, weird. It wouldn't say, have didn't ring. Didn't yeah, wouldn't off. have rang. I was just—I right. was kind of curious. Yeah, it is. It is different. Because we we don't see our, which we have we've talked about it to the thank you to the people that are listening in the UK. If if you could answer this question for us, please do. Are are racial tensions as high there as they are here? Like here, that's all we hear about. But right. it, we like our media doesn't cover like the localized media over there, so we don't see like when you guys have a, a racially motivated crime. But not a terror threat. But I've seen over there.
0: Really, the main thing is the fact that the UK, like a lot of countries in in Europe, because of the EU, they have open borders pretty right. much. So people are upset about the influx of Syrian immigrants. Right, a lot of Syrian migrants and and a lot of. Um, Muslim presence in England, uh, it's very it's, it's not much different than what we have
1: going on here. Um, well, I think just, like the, you could interchange like the Syrians for them or Hispanic with, right. And right. southern migrants yeah. for us. Right. If any listeners have any input on this, please follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You'll see our handles as far as our personal. You can send it to the Hooks on the Hip Hop one. If you have any like input on that, please tell us. That's always kind of mm-hmm. intrigued me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, uh, yeah, and that was another thing. He didn't really uh, address much about immigration or anything like that. No,
1: the stuff he was talking about was stuff that we deal with. So I didn't know if if that's because the storylines are parallel or he's trying to appeal more to Western people. I think he
0: understands that he has... Most grime rappers and UK artists in general are not getting the ears of the Western world. 88 Rising is really the only example that I've seen. Well, them and um, Sad Boys... Yeah, because Sad Boys are from, uh, they're from Eastern Europe, but that Sad Boys movement and and '88 Rising are really the only two examples that I know of off the top of my head, and maybe Skepta too.
1: Yeah, but
0: have made any impact with Western listeners. Dave definitely after he got the Drake co-sign. I'm not sure it helped him too much with that because you weren't really,
1: you didn't listen to anything beyond that. Well, one that, of that was remix. that was kind of for me personally. I kind of, I was like a real big fanboy for Drake, like in the early years. And then after like, um, the, well, I, this is one of my favorite, albums I oh. the the one, the blue one. Nothing was the same. Yes. After nothing was the same, I kind of like <laughs> lost interest one. a little bit. Right. And I, Drake was kind of annoying to me. So all the features and stuff that he was, was doing, it just, it wasn't, yeah. I wasn't subscribed to it. So I, it may have been bigger than it was to me, but to me it was. Right.
0: It Another was not Drake a big feature. moment. I think even as a Drake moment, it was not very. It didn't have much impact.
1: Yeah. Um, however, he's still, you know. I think that's more for like the day fans. Like that's not a feature that like Drake fanboys will. Ooh, I'm gonna get this because it's Drake. Right. 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 Yeah. I think he did that for for the day fans, just the way Travis did the uh, white dress song for that whoever that little no name rapper is I don't even remember White Dress song yeah. oh that one you played yeah. that, that, that earlier one a White Dress yeah that was really yeah. cool but I think that was for that guy's fans like not a lot of Travis like you didn't even I mean we're diehard Travis fans and I yeah. didn't hear about it until this year and if it was not, songs two years old yeah I didn't I didn't even know that that had came out so if you if do you have more to say on that album I, like I said I didn't analyze it I, I super really, deeply
0: I really like the song Leslie a lot a story about a woman who's basically in a domestic Domestic violence, or she's in an abusive relationship. Excuse me, but the whole story behind that—it's about 11 minutes long. I think Dave, Dave's delivery in that case was really good. It was very emotional. It was very heavy. The punch at the, the twist at the end is very mm-hmm. shocking. I don't want to give it away for people that haven't listened to the song. Um, however, it's not something that you're going to go back to listen to. Yeah, for, mainly for the length. Um, Dave's for people who are who are unable to get into UK rap because of the accent Dave's accent to me is not bad it's, at it's all it's understandable yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad at all yeah, when you say it's understandable it means it's just you don't have to listen to it like 10 and 12 times right
1: with, like with gigs his delivery like Dave's delivery is a lot slower it's not as like yeah. quick and choppy so right. that's part of that's mainly why I meant understandable
0: yeah I also do like songs like um, Streatham that talk yeah. about where he's from I thought that was a really good song I love the beat switch on Psycho. I felt that was really creative. Songs, um, songs that Leslie was really good. Um, overall, I I would say that this was a good attempt at a at a deep album. However, I do think Dave needs to get into more detail, uh, more personal.
1: A good, a good like a, a niche producer, like somebody You worked with a lot. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, More, more could, dynamic beats, like, dude. Who did that? Could be UK Zaytoven. No, no, he's not. That's what I'm saying he needs they need to find no, somebody Trevor. that is No we that just, you work with a lot. The most like successful and consistent rappers use the same producers throughout their career.
0: Yeah, but not everybody has the luxury of that.
1: I mean exactly. you gotta understand you have I to mean. be
0: extremely successful to get a producer to why, why how does 40 only works with Drake?
1: Yeah.
0: Why is that? Because
1: Drake is the biggest rapper in the world. You oh. know? I, and to kind of get not to get off on a tangent, I think yeah. producers are overlooked heavily. Sure. I, very, very heavily. Well, that's, 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 the...
0: that's, no, this is a perfect example of why they're not overlooked. This album, honestly, if if there was some better beats and maybe a little bit less of a spoken word kind of vibe, right? I think this would be a much different album and it would pack a little more punch. You know, at some times this can feel a little samey. Uh, overall I would yeah, give does, this album like, It does run together. Yeah, it runs together a little bit.
1: Overall I'd give the album probably like a five and a half. I was gonna say seven. I enjoyed okay. listening to it. Like it's like nothing came on that I would skip. Okay. I don't think. Would this give you? Would are you, you? So you're going to be looking for another Dave? Oh, album. the next Dave album, I'll listen to it for sure. I'm That's not. Cool. I'm not like hyped up about it. I like I that because actively searching for it and following for it.
0: But but I like that it converted you a little bit to the UK sound.
1: Yeah, I mean I like some of the gig stuff. I liked the the stuff he did with Drake. I went back. I've listened to Skepta. I just didn't, I didn't care for the gigs album that came out at
0: yeah. all. Well, shut up. Yeah, I I think if you haven't been exposed to any grime. Or any UK rappers. Dave is an example of somebody who, God, I can't tell myself that I was gonna stop saying Grime, but he's an example of somebody that you can get into pretty, pretty quickly. He's going to give you a good message and overall a lot of uh, lyrical chops. So it's it's fun if you like traditional hip hop as well.
1: No, I mean, there may like Psycho may make it into my heavy rotation. I added one into my playlist recently. But I don't remember. I think which. it'll be Psycho that probably gets put in mind. Yeah, that I mean that's not a bad choice at all. Because really, an album has to be shit if I take the time to help review it and it doesn't make a list. Like obviously Bo- I had to Voices find made something.
0: mine. Okay. Voices made mine. Alright. Anything else to say on Dave? Keep doing it. We're gonna I hope that we get to review more UK artists in the future. Um, I'd love to review another Dave album.
1: So. and like we said any UK listener if anything we said was just super ignorant except for my dialogue at the beginning <laughs> if anything we said was like super uh, tell us Yeah, we want to know, know. We, sure. for sure we want to know sure. even like if you want to tell us about like some people to check out in the UK we'll definitely do that that would be sure. great too uh, don't send us your music though we're not going to review it I'm sure out of the the 12 or however many people it was maybe one of them <laughs> well, dude, don't. so send it we
0: have that, it. we have tens of thousands of listeners all around the world right just send <laughs> it <laughs>
1: If you got your own music, send it. I'll listen to it. Hakeem may not. I won't. I know that struggle. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to <laughs> Jake it. Jake was the one DMing this. All right, we come back. We're going to hit you out with the What You Rockin' segment and jump right into Scarlord's album, Infinity. Gang, gang. gang. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Don't forget that we are on Twitter, at HLHPO. Follow us. Tweet us your comments. Positive feedback, negative feedback. Tell us we're ugly. We don't care. We want to hear it. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Looks Nip-Up.
1: What you rocking?
0: The same shit I do every day. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I got on a fucking pocket tee, a Mosimo, black and white pocket tee, and some Was Ultra that Target? Boost. That's right. That's right. And some Ultra Boost. Hoo-hoo. Uncaged, those are the most comfortable shoes. I bought four pairs
1: of them. Oh, I remember you put that up on Snapchat.
0: Son of a Do you remember that summer I blacked out and spent three thousand dollars on shoes?
1: You really spent three thousand dollars on shoes? I really did. That's crazy. Three grand. All right, oh well, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. you got those the up tempo. No, I, the, the I went nuts, dude. Up-tempo. I had every release. You got the the white, the was it the cream Easies? Or the black- cream Easies. I had you know, the Cal- you got the Powerface Calabasas. Powerface
0: Calabases. I had the Vapor Maxes. I had, I just I went nuts and bought everything and I haven't recouped. See, My I got favorite.
1: I'll get like one every like three. You do weeks. it smart, man. You play it smart. I hit the sales. I like, I'll no get like the exclusive drops that I really really like. I'll get right. like the Statics. I got those. I'm glad you have a pair of Yeezys, man. I, I wish everybody had a pair. I'm glad Yeezys. you made it. Alright um, I'm rocking I've got on some Old school Vans Red, white, and blue <laughs> Checkered Um So denim uh, Charcoal, gray Like oversized tee Love That's it That's it for the day um, Nothing crazy coming out I did miss those uh, Mars landing I, Those really sick And they're 3M reflective So they change mm. color In the light I'll show them to you those We'll show uh, But yeah I didn't know they were 3M reflective yeah. And with this Nike app Sneakers You, you click notifications Those are like, disgusting You don't like those? No, I know they'll resell for high. So no, I won't. they won't. Yeah, those they
0: no, dude. Those
1: are some. Was that the 13? Mm-hmm. It's such an ugly shoe that stupid ass bubble. I like the bubble, but <sighs> you gotta have a good color. Like you can't have like a bright, like a non-neutral color. With the no, color.
0: no, no. There were some. There were. Have you seen the Curry Elevens that came out last year? They're like a yellowish color. What, okay. It's a 13. There's, it's there's one of not, the coolest colorways ever. There's
1: a There's a Jordan Curry.
0: Yeah. I don't think
1: that's right. Yeah, he's with Under Armour.
0: Yeah, no, not Steph Curry. Curry like the food.
1: Oh, okay. So that would <laughs> that would
0: make sense with the yeah color the color. Look up. Okay, a, look okay a, I got you. I got you.
1: Yeah, but look him up though. Look them shits up. All that's popping up is freaking Adidas ugly shoes. I don't I want got to look you. this. is making me sick.
0: I'm
1: trying to slow Steph Curry for having that much game. They built him a shitty shoe. Why he signed with Under Armour? I'll never know. Well,
0: he actually, I heard the new shoes are kind of getting some traction, right?
1: I don't know. Steph Curry. I think as a basketball shoe, it'll always carry. Look at these Jordan threes with the Air Max one lower. That's, those are crazy. You like it? Yes. I'm not am I'm I'm not a big fan of red and white on a shoe. Well, that's t- those that's one I'm going to try to get is the Air Jordan Three Tinker colorway. Um, Tinker is the creator of that yeah. shit. Yeah, so look this I'm showing Hakeem in, in the AR setting on the sneakers app yeah. how that oh, would change same. color in the light on the Mars landing. I was so pissed and that's not something they're gonna redo these uh, the most of the drops on They sneakers. will,
0: they will. It'll just be a long time.
1: I, they have that's a redone
0: colorway, you know that, right? There were Mars landings before. I've never seen them. They were more traditional. You can look up the original Mars landings. They're not. They're not the same look. It's just a different. Uh,
1: Let me go to images because all that's popping up right yeah. now is those. Okay, I remember. Those. Yeah, the
0: moon landing. Those are super rare. Okay, those are the, That's the lunar. Yeah, but there was a different one. It was also Mars landing or something like that. Maybe I was thinking of the lunars.
1: I don't know, but oh, there's uh, some Jordans, some Elevens that had. Um, like a moon print where this, the patent leather is on the 11th. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those was actually the only drops I'm like super looking forward to. The Clay Yeezys are coming out. I, I don't think give just a finally shit. finally put a date on those. I don't
0: give a shit. I'm tired of Yeezy, man. Not, I'm not tired. I just... Give us a new model at this point, man. He's giving... Well, I mean, he's... The 700, okay. Yeah, I guess. Maybe I'm just, just, just... Maybe I'm fatigued. Yeah, they, I see it they like every a, weekend. I feel like there's a new Yeezy now. They
1: did a version three that was like a prototype, and it was supposed to be like a, it was the same sort of silhouette, but it was made a little different. And those were cool, but they never ended up coming out. Whether it was a real fake or just like a fan, it could it could have been a concept that leaked, yeah. and then they just never ended up making it. But that's all that we've got for fashion news. Unless you have anything else. Oh, you guys should watch this show *Patriot
0: Act*. Uh, I forgot the name of the of the uh, of the guy on the show, but it's a Netflix original show. It's called *Patriot Act*, and he dissects Supreme and what their brand is, and basically quantifies hype and what it's doing for the brand. Uh, he ends up leaking that they are they have a kind of a sketchy investor in Supreme mm-hmm. and that it's actually a billion dollar business. And there's some interesting realizations that come out of that when they start investigating Supreme, but it's called Patriot yeah, Act. You guys should check
1: it out. Their corporate structure and obeys is they're both very sketchy as far yeah. as like trying to find any sort of like system or way to contact. It is kinda odd. Of, uh,
0: yeah, it's this one is more so just the the guys who invested in it. You're like, oh shit, these guys are war profiteers. Yeah, so check it out. Did you say war profiteers? Yeah, that's um. I
1: can't say even any more than that. Yeah, that's that. that are you, I mean, if, are you afraid that if you say more than that, we'll have to like no, put a voice I just, recorder no. or a voice changer on you for the, no. the entirety of? My name is Harry. This is Marianne. The new Kendrick album
0: was pretty good. <laughs>
1: It was a light six. <laughs> uh,
0: no, no, I just don't want to ruin the episode for okay. people that haven't watched it because you know sometimes you say, you tell somebody oh you should watch it and then you give a synopsis and they go cool don't need to watch it yeah. you know if you're interested in Supreme and and fashion and
1: and you know
0: sort of it's it's very vice there's a
1: lot well there's a lot more people I would say maybe intrigued by Supreme like I've had people like in their like, 40s and 50s, ask me, like, what is this? I've seen... And, and you kind of explain it to them. And I'm like, oh, okay, people spend that much? Crazy.
0: <laughs> because because that's what he was pretty much saying, that hype is not really quantifiable. And it's not something that breeds a long-lasting
1: business. Yada, yada, yada.
0: It's uh, We should watch it afterwards if
1: you want. We can no, watch I'll, it. I'll definitely want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, moving on into Scarlord, another technically, another technical British rapper. Um, most people don't really view him as a british rapper mainly because i think when i first started listening to him i didn't really dig into like who he was and like what his name was where he was from former youtuber yeah most people when they hear of him and see his imagery in the music videos think he has some like japanese influence or japanese background and from what i've read it's really just his exposure to japanese culture and anime yeah most easy easy when you call anime culture what do you mean? I mean,
0: it, it's just a joke, you know. People say anime is cringy, and you know the fact that he kind of looks like a character out of Naruto. Well, I think can be a little bit off-putting
1: for I people. I think like the maybe the pornographic side. Makes it kind of sketchy? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's it's a joke. It's kind of laughed at if you're into anime. I would say it's more
0: I'll, accepted now. Well, I'll plug this. I love uh, anime, by the student, way. There's a. I have a Funimation account. For those of you... Hey, oh, he's dissing people who like anime. Hey, guys, have a Funimation account. At
1: me. Are you, are you through self-promoting?
0: Pussies.
1: <laughs> um... No, he just is
0: a little bit cringy about there's it. There's
1: a production company that does some anime studio Ghibli, but they do a lot with yes, American voices. And That's I, culture. Yes. When yes. I when I started watching that, I was like, okay, this would be a good bridge into some of like the more like maybe right field anime that is out there. So I think that does a good good bridge to the gap of people that maybe wouldn't watch anime but maybe would watch it because they like like a DreamWorks cartoon that mm-hmm. so, because it's not like in I your was face. just
0: yeah no in I was truth. being facetious I just think the fact that he wears a face mask and pretends to be super edgy can can be a bit cringy because if you see what his YouTube videos were like he's not really what he was I think Scar Lord is an act I think it's a character
1: what, is, and Lil Pump's not an act and Tripping no, no 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 an That's
0: and that's what I'm saying he has every right no. to do that you know I I like I honestly
1: I like the whole get-up because it is very much an act. But and there we, is some realness. And We in his talked songs about as well. it well on the podcast several times. Some of these like big SoundCloud, like social media rappers, a lot of them have gimmicks, mm-hmm. and that get that imagery may be his. Drake his has his gimmick. a gimmick. You know Drake's gimmick? You mean I'm a good guy? I'm a good guy, but I'll break your heart. Okay, The Weekend branded that. Far. No,
0: no, d- no, no, no. The Weekend is let's get fucked up and have really hot
1: and slow sex. Okay. I'm a yep. care for you. Hakeem's mic's about to get turned down. <laughs> um, I'm a for I don't mean you. so much that. That's just a. Oh, it's not even working, bro. Hakeem's trying Sad. to press. It's lit over here. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you. There's one for you. I appreciate um, that.
0: Give me so three I, more, I
1: please. I don't mean gimmick. <laughs> that was four. Uh, I don't really think that's a gimmick. That's just sort of like a like facetious like thing about Drake I'm talking about like 6 9 coming reminds out with the purple me of hair fucking and nigga rainbow that. hair yeah yeah okay that's that. what I mean yes and X sort of having like the look blue at me hair. yeah the blue hair the, like the look at me shaved younger. his fucking eyebrows the blue hair was after we knew it was weird and I, I mean I, I like X I mean weird in a good way I'm yeah. talking about like the black or black and yellow hair like no one really had that, that. I so mean cool. Wiz had a little like stripe but I'm gonna be yeah. honest that was the coolest look it made me wish I had hair it was a gimmick because Pete like my mom would ask me who's the rapper with the, the black and yellow hair yeah sure I think at the time I it's did Peacock mess with her did. too I said Wiz Khalifa and I showed her a <laughs> picture she goes no that's not him this <laughs> dude looked crazy <laughs> um, yeah. and Scarlord does look crazy uh, for those of you that don't know or haven't looked him up, it's Scar Lord, but he replaces O's with X's. That's yeah. sort of his gimmick it's too. It's obnoxious. It is sort of obnoxious. <laughs> when I wrote, the, when I was writing my notes, I wrote them in.
0: Don't change.
1: Yeah, there are no X's for O's on here. No, well, that's kind of odd. You know, X's and O's is like hugs and... You think maybe that has some correlation? Replacing that...
0: No, I think that's actually a gimmick from the southern trap scene. Like, the Suicide Boys kind of did that. I think it's kind of like internet... It's just like internet talk, you know? And it it makes it look more edgy. Like, X is like the most sinister-looking
1: letter of the alphabet, you know? I mean, it's used to, you know... (laughs) It's like the episode of The Office where um, (laughs) they said something about murder... And he said, "It sounds menacing, Phyllis." He said, "If it's it sounds menacing, energy, muck yeah. yeah." He says, "Muck duck, muck duck or muck duck, yeah." Exactly. That may be right. So yeah. So X just is. It's a, it's an edgy letter. He does. I mean, we we already talked about how he started on YouTube. He was with a group. Um, He's a little blogger. Yeah, and he. um he apparently his his moniker before Scarlord was M- M- Mazi Maz. Mm-mm. You can still find some videos, but it's it's, it's very stuff vanity. that's been reposted. Apparently, he took down all of his content, but if anybody had copies of it, it they just get... downloaded it and ripped it. Right. Um, so he started on YouTube, and he's still that's that's one thing that we've seen be successful. Like Soldier Boy started on YouTube, and he's still doing a lot with that. Scarlord is is, is pretty established. A lot of people have started listening to him outside of that kind of niche in hip-hop. An example
0: of the fact, what I was saying in the
1: Dave interview, that music is not
0: localized. If it's on the internet, it's everybody's listening to it. Yeah. He's a prime example of that. Because, yes, he has an English accent, but his style of rap is not about what he's saying, even when he's rapping his ass off. Because there are... For people who don't... Who think, like, oh, he's just screaming... Uh, it's more than that. that he's wrapping his ass up. Like you can you can read the lyrics and really
1: get yeah, into I mean, what he's just, saying. People say the same thing about Screamo. And that I had to go into a job site the other day, and they were playing it, and it was on my fucking nerves, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But to the fans, they're getting something out of that. And man, I've listened to Screamo music that has content. But if yeah. you just don't care for the sound, you're automatically going to tune it out. Yeah. Which,
0: this is an example. This and I think it was... We've been doing a good job at pairing albums together yeah, that have do. common themes because Dave and uh, Scarlord, not only are they both UK artists, they also are both very polarizing in their sounds. Dave's sound is a very toned down. It's not something that you can... Um, you're, not, you're, you're either going to like it or you're not. Right. Scarlord, even more so because of the oh, fact definitely. that he's screaming.
1: Mean you know? now I think Scarlord maybe can he may probably appeals to a bigger audience than Dave just he appeals regardless to of the the, numbers. I'm to I'm talking the about internet. facts. Internet. Yeah. If you look at it, the content in Dave's music, you're either gonna appeal to the people that really like that sound, mm-hmm. and that's really it. Because right. people that like like just casual hip hop fans of the United States are would not listen to Dave. True. But Scarlord, he has two fan bases he has hands in. He has hands in the Screamo fan base and the rap. Let's be honest, white Fan base, okay. I think I think that's what uh, Scar- that's what Scarlord I think could permeate is permeating the internet a lot. Right. Oh, I mean, is that from the gate? If you level the playing field, mm-hmm. Scarlord already has is the already, advantage because he has two pools. He
0: also does um, does appeal to modern trends too yes. in the way that he's rapping his, his some of the flows he's using. He references ultralight beam on songs yeah. like Heart Attack. So you know the even the references he's making are are more modern and I you said he sounded a lot like X on uh, the fifth track he That's gets a lot idea. of he gets a lot of uh, comparisons to X so I don't I don't want to tack on to that but I will say he he uh, sounded like early X and Lil Pump on um, on that fifth track and then the the I'm at
1: work shut up you know, the- that makes me laugh every single time um, the I, I wouldn't even so much say that he, because he did sound like X and Pump to, mm. to, to tag onto that. Ooh, it's windy in Ooh. here. <laughs> <laughs> to tag onto, he's while he sounded like them, it wasn't biting because he's not. It was still very much Scarlord in the the way. I mean, it was scream. It was loud vocals. The beats were loud. It was still very much him. I don't want to. I don't want to say that he's like biting off of them. No, it, no, 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 no. You can very much tell. I don't it was still. And I, I think everybody, everybody in rap
0: takes from everyone else. I, I think that's fine. It just reminded me of the fact that uh, he's very much of the internet and of the times. Uh, he also reminds me a lot of uh, mid-2000s, uh, sort of that rap rock, you know,
1: I was thinking more like Avril Lavigne music. It's yeah. like the way he's yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: talking. Yeah, or, or like Papa Roach. Yeah, Papa I don't Roach, want to be disrespectful um, because I know people say Papa Roach is corny as fuck,
1: but they, that the, song... That album that uh, Last Resort was on, yeah. is a very good album.
0: Yeah. Papa Roach, I mean, he has a lot of... I, I can definitely tell he pulls from that time period.
1: Yeah, even what was the Matchbox... Was it, was it Matchbox 20? Sure shit wasn't. He's not up there... With a guitar, what is the one? I can't remember. It's the "Take a Look at My Girlfriend." Yeah, group. They I were, know who you're talking about. I
0: don't think it's Matchbox Twenty though. No, I don't remember. But, but that group, Match, they're, Matchbox they're sort of like Crazy, that. has that song a little unwell. I'm just crazy. I'm just a little little. <laughs>
1: that tells you how much I know about two thousands <laughs> pop. Um, yeah. But yeah, just like like the voice inflections was very much like that like punk, girl rock, rap rock.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very cool. I think. For anybody who has who has listened to Scarlord, he's doing what he has been doing very well. He's delivering music that his fans like. Uh, me as a as a fan of him, I think this is the production side of things. Him getting him pu- making it a little less raw actually kind of helped me. You know, yeah, it, it was less abrasive for me, which I kind of. I will of say
1: it was probably the most complete album. Chaos Theory is probably still my favorite because that was kind of like the, like the first exposure. Right. Like yeah, that's like what sealed me as a fan. Right. Sure. Um, but if, the, all the complaints that I really have, um, on the fourth track. It just, the beat sounded so much like the rest of them, it just kind of ran together, and that was the reason that I wrote it so this,
0: I said the same thing about the fourth one. I said it's more of the same. I said it has some experiments with flow, but I, I said overall it was really a regressive track. Like it was, what was the name of that one? Can you tell me the name?
1: Um, no Pressure.
0: Yeah, No Pressure. I, I thought it was very boring. I think that was the only song that I just did not care for.
1: The only other one I didn't like was No Advice. And uh, I didn't like that was which, which track number was nine. It? Oh no, dude, I love that I don't. One. I didn't like the EDM influence in the. That,
0: was, that reminded me of JPEG Mafia. I think I've yeah. told you about him. I think that... it reminded me of him. I said straightforward lyrics kind of worked in his favor for that song. And I,
1: I did enjoy the beat for that yeah. one. Um, I thought that, uh, and that. What track was it? It was number seven. Uh, the, the track I Can Do What I Want. Uh-huh. Um, the solo, like the guitar riff in that was very, like, Disturbed sounding, like the band Disturbed. Did you put that in there? mid
0: two thousand, I said mid-2000s. Okay. I said that's really what it was. And it was my... was one of my favorite tracks based on
1: that. That was one callback. of the, the higher rated ones. Mine, mine as also. well. Mine as well. What did you say? I'm kind of curious to see if we had anything parallel okay. on track. We, right now we're hitting the same ones. How they judge. Number eight.
0: I said it was uh, the most intense and emotional high point of the album. Uh, you know... Again, kind of bringing up Suicide um, and how it's still in his mind despite yeah. all his success. I thought
1: that was a pretty emotionally heavy album. Yeah. I, I put in that, I, I like the like acoustic guitar rift. It, mm. it, it very much grabbed your attention because I think, like you said, a lot of people overlook maybe his lyrics because of the sound that he has. Right. With this, the sound switched and that's where people are going to be like, okay, maybe this is going to be different. And then he hits you with some deep lyrics yeah. the same way that X's career got a lot of traction when he put out 17 screaming and then Question Mark. Yeah. When he was screaming like even after 17 had come out, I had people saying he's just he just screams. Yeah. And I was like, "No, there's glimpses of a deeper artist on 17." A and lot. then Question Mark came out and solidified that. Absolutely. So I think that was a very good choice of production versus the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that he picked those to go
0: together. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was a really great track. I, the only thing I hated was that this song, this album ended on a low note.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say... Angels no, and Demons, it just... You, he could have put that just as like a... I mean, the track... Why was didn't pretty, he make it an interlude? He Can you imagine it if it
0: was chopped up to like a minute?
1: Yeah. Either make it an interlude. The album was still 40-something minutes long. So yeah. you could have put that in up somewhere higher in the track list because mm-hmm. most people are going to remember the first thing they hear and the last thing they hear if they make it through the whole album. Right. If you've pissed them off somewhere in the middle... I don't, there, did, yeah. no, I don't think he did by the way maybe the fourth
0: either. song a little bit but not pissed me off it just it was, was still, a little underwhelming it was
1: still early enough for me to be like okay I'll yeah it, and it's short it, it was short yeah. you know um, but yeah I, I wouldn't say delete it from the album I mean it you end up just being sh- at around 40 minutes which is not uncommon but I, I, it shouldn't have been the last track. just chop voice. it I think chop
0: it and make it an interlude because his vocals were really good on that but it was just he was saying nothing and for going on as long as it did it started just t- kind of
1: become like and
0: just migrating yeah. a little bit it was just like a little
1: migraine yeah I mean it is it's, it's difficult to like if if you're ever in a setting where you're just playing music off the speaker on your phone it, it's yeah. not a good genre to listen to yeah. it's I wouldn't even say with headphones because it could be maybe kind of loud with headphones. I would say like in your car or on a high-quality speaker or even a high-quality headphone. But if you're using cheap headphones, there's so much like loud noises and distortion in this music, you're going to trash a set of Dollar Tree headphones.
0: Not just that. It also is important. Sometimes when you're listening to music that you're not comfortable with, I do genuinely feel like sometimes when you listen to music in a car, you end up liking it more than when you put it in your headphones the next day. Because of the fact that you yeah. kind of toned down the quality of the track itself, you I know? just
1: I think it's kind of crazy that when you listen to an album in your car, how different it sounds. And sometimes you'll hear a song that maybe you writ like wrote off in the past, mm-hmm. or just never went. And then you're like, hot. oh shit, and you hear it with headphones on, or hear it in your car, like, okay, I, I missed this. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Over overall, Jake, what would you give this album? Six out of ten. Okay, I gave it, actually, I gave it, like, a seven.
1: And I feel bad because I've given some other albums that I didn't really like that much a six. And I really liked this album. But I went back to, since I, have like, really dove into this one and analyzed it, like, we really should for all the albums. Yeah. Um, it
0: was just, I think we took more notes for yeah. this album, we should say. I, I analyze albums regardless of whether I have written notes. It's just sometimes with, a lot with of artists, time, like, too.
1: yeah, oh, of course. I mean, there's a lot, it's a lot of, like, I, I can listen to music for part of my job like when I'm out in my car like going to appointments so I can't be sitting there like typing in my phone or writing notes by hand
0: yeah I work a a front desk so and also can't play anything because we cater to like 60 year olds and can you imagine playing Heart Attack
1: they They
0: probably have fucking
1: trash Ah.
0: yeah Um, I would give it a 7 I think this was a great I want to say about both of these albums even though I I give I gave Dave's a low rating, and to be fair, I told Jake a couple of days ago I liked the album, but the problem was the more I went back to listen to it, the less replay value I found. The more holes in his in it's... his uh, delivery I found. There's just a lot that needs to, more that needs to be improved on. However, with Scarlord, I will say he is a tight overall package, mm-hmm. and. He has a lot of potential to blow up. I think he just needs another viral hit.
1: Yeah, either a viral hit or a cosign. But like, I don't think there's any
0: on this one, to be fair. This album, have you, do you yeah. hear a hit on it, really? No, I mean... Maybe, Except
1: for Shut the Fuck Up. Maybe that's the only one, though. Maybe, or Head Gone. Okay. Because it is sort of unorthodox, and we've seen music that is unorthodox but has trap influences or these other influences blow up. Right. So that may be an avenue where somebody may pick it up. But a cosine, like there would like even a singing X on this would be cool. True. Or like the, the quick, like choppy flow X would be a good verse on this. I thought Ski that, Mask, yeah. Ski mask would make a good feature on Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Um, even somebody like Belly. Belly's kinda like that kind of like third lane rapper that kind of. I need some more convincing
0: on that one, but I like I like where your head's at.
1: Somebody that has a, a decent fan base here, and that I think that would would blow him up. I
0: could see that. I think he he already has, and he's something I think I kept hearing it too much. He has a big YouTube audience, which I admire about him.
1: But some of the big rappers aren't
0: some of the big YouTube rappers do not necessarily translate to mainstream appeal, which again, yeah. I don't think he's looking for that because he he's, he wouldn't be screaming. The way he is, yeah, I, and by the way, technical screaming. By the way, I'm not not like what yeah. X would do, although although X had moments. But I think uh, the you know well, when he e- had that X's roar. Is,
1: yeah, I think X's was more emotional. More, more, I yeah. think it was bad equipment too, because some of those early members only tapes were, were in early but, days like on a microphone, probably similar to what we're using and
0: but, for loud. But this, but good. but Scarlett to me could easily be the head of like a screamo band right now if he wanted oh, yeah. to, because of his ability to control his
1: voice and the way he screams. He's very talented. Uh, So... And part of it, too, is maybe if he... I mean, he does do a lot with visuals. Yes. But if he could maybe get hooked up on an interview... Or lyrical lemonade video. That's all he needs. Because that's the thing, he is sort of an enigma. Like it's hard to get a lot of information on him because he he does live in a place that does is not filled with paparazzi. Very isolated for rappers. Have you seen his house? Yeah, it's like on a in the middle of the beach, very isolated. Yeah, so he's not exposed to the public like a Drake is, or even like a Trippy Red. We see Trippy Red in hip hop news all the time about. Well, he makes
0: himself available too. Because also, guess what? Scarlet's not big on social media. He's not
1: doing any wild,
0: outlandish shit, so nobody really here talks about him. You know that's important, and
1: in the current and media, I, rec, like we cycle. said, people aren't record labels aren't looking at YouTube. I don't think
0: they, they no, they definitely are. They signed Bad Baby for
1: God's sake. Yeah, but she wasn't really. This is did you? She not, was a meme. Did you not hear about how her? She had no interest in getting into music. She was in the. Yeah, dude. They just said like it'd be a good idea. Yeah, some. You didn't hear the story of how this happened? I've, heur- I've heard it before. I've heard it. She Pid- was- pieces of it. Yeah, so she was in that little Kodak Black video Media. before she was a rapper. Right. Just Kodak Black was in Florida and said, let me put this girl in my video. It was hot in the moment. You know? yeah. So she said that she was just at her house. I mean, all the Dr. Phil stuff had passed, whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody came and knocked on her door and said, what can you do? Like literally asked her, what can you do? Right. And they said, well, let's try to get you to rap. And they literally took her to a studio.
0: That's awesome.
1: But what I'm saying is, I don't think record labels are looking like for YouTube stars. They're like, they're like sports. Well, um, they have their scouts, they but, have the people that are tuned into social media and looking for stuff. I don't think that YouTube is their. I think. I think
0: pool. The only reason why I'd say you're wrong is the fact that you have people like current tastemakers of hip hop Adam22 and Cole Bennett and academics. Uh, all these people, Anthony Fantano. All these people are YouTubers picking artists who see mainstream success. I mean, there there are plenty of examples. Uh, uh, Brock Hampton. Brock Hampton is a is a, is pretty big. You know, yeah, they, for, they are for, for, not only for their for their social commentary for the fact that.
1: They are a lot of them are gay. Well, they're big enough for Kevin Abstract to pretty yeah. much drop the solo career and focus on on Brock, yeah, Brock Hampton. Hampton, and that was all thanks to Anthony
0: Fantano rating the first album like a nine out of ten. Well, like he he he, he propped them up, Death Grips, well, very big, very very big music group, one of the most talented groups of all time, but Anthony Fantano giving um, yeah, but who are these the Money people? Sir, who are these people signed to? They're not. They were assigned to a label, but they got out of that deal. Right. I don't remember who Death Grips was with. Also, don't think that. Um, I don't know who Brockhampton's
1: with either. Right. I'm, all I'm concerned is that, like, we industry plans. Right. Obviously, well, I wouldn't say so much industry plans. I'm thinking like of people. Sort of like industry plans. They're out there, but they're really not making the money. Well, that's or, like Troy Ave. Social media.
0: Yeah, that's like Troy Ave. You know, Troy Ave was somebody who. But that was an example of the the mainstream just being dishonest and trying to push an artist like that onto us, you know? Somebody like Trev, he was on Hot 97, for God's sake. Yeah. And and then they were trying to be like, yo, this dude's the next up. Next up what? Yeah. He had nothing about him that was
1: special. It's, it's sort of like industry plant, but look at the ones, like you, you can tell the ones that who are like people that are making money because they're in good contracts, like – mutually beneficial contracts sure. some of these like Logic yeah like Logic some of these rappers are in deals I mean look at Kanye for God's sake he signed a deal that forbids him from retiring yeah
0: I, I think somebody was talking about that they said that that could just be like legal mumbo jumbo
1: that's what I'm saying They're, these contracts are so messed up I mean, who was it it was Pusha T that said you <laughs> signed to another one and signed to another one that signed to another one yeah so look at all the hate. Like, these people are not making the money that they should. Like, that's why we talked about how owning your masters is so important. Right. Right. Is some of these artists, just because they're huge on social media and hold money up to their ear, is yeah. that really... Young Thug, if you look at Young Thug, if you look at
0: Lil Baby, if you look at Gunna, if you look at Trivia Red, a lot of these artists, I fear for them in that aspect. Where, uh, how
1: good are their careers being managed? I mean... You know? yeah. Maybe Jay Young Thug's not as much. No, I think Young Thug's got the bag. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's like J. Cole said on 1985. He re- I mean, he really said, like, it's cool that you're doing all this stuff and having fun, but are you, are are you, you securing yourself? Yeah. Which I mean, it's not even so much to the like. T. I, I think Starlord is, but yeah. oh, uh, he's an example of somebody that for sure is. Like, remember, Ti was calling out Floyd Mayweather for using his money the wrong way. It's his money, yeah. And Jay Cole wasn't doing at it from a preachy standpoint. He he wasn't saying you need to be given this money to. No, uh, him, he, he was just charities. saying I hope he's you're saying,
0: saving some Yeah, shit. for
1: yourself and your family. Yeah. Like, that's what. You, and that's what at the end of the day, you, you might as well spend the money while you got it. Yeah, but some of these people who are in backwards deals, what, where are they going to be when they're not hot anymore? Right, right. Uh, Chief
0: Keefe is an example of that. Well, I think he's still doing okay for himself, he, his career just kind of tanked. Trinidad James is one.
1: At no, the man, time... Don't talk about Trinidad. That's listen, full-size run. Listen... At the time when All Gold Everything was out Yeah You would have thought hey, His okay, music career was mismanaged around. Yeah This dude is sticking around And he has talent But because his career Was so mismanaged It's hard to come back from that Tyga I think Has done a good job Of coming back From making He mismanaged. comes back
0: in waves You notice that about Tyga Remember when I, Bitch on the Shit 2 came out
1: Yeah it was but, good But no It didn't get mainstream
0: No no success. no But there were a couple of songs Dude That, that did kind of
1: Not go feel viral me, But people heard it Yeah yeah, feel me, and that was because of Kanye. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is, it's very difficult to come back from that when it's been mismanaged. Because, but and also, Tyga had more hits than these guys. That's true. Tyga has
0: Tyga has hits, not just you guys. Just remember this: Tyga's been around for a long fucking time. He started out with that lime in the coconut single. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was featured in the video that blew up. Then he kind of he goes on that little run. Then he comes back with. Um, that song, what's well, I mean, it called? He was hot on the Young Money. No, hour. no, no. Yeah, yeah, but what was the name of that song? Um, he had Rack I'm City. I'm different.
1: I'm different. Oh, that, well, that was, that was a 2 chain song that he oh, covered shit. on um, one of the mixtapes. It may have been Bitch on the Shit.
0: No. Yeah, that was good, but there was there was another song that came out that had a video. Uh, he had Rack City. Um, oh, well, maybe it was Rack City. Yeah, Rack so he Beach had that Rack City. Rack City, Beach. City. He had that like, rag city 20s and 50s beats. Dude, that's one of the biggest songs of all time. I feel yeah. like, and I didn't know the fucking name.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but, when you when your career gets mismanaged and you you don't have the money to have a leg to stand on when your record label's not backing you anymore, it's hard to get get that traction back.
0: Yeah, and but what I was saying about that by bringing up all those singles was, uh, Tyga has staying power by having
1: singles in different. So, spanning over, you know, 10 years. Right, but know. think of what he could have done with that career had he stayed. Birdman rolling. wasn't stifling him or.
0: He just sound, sound dated, though, because Young Money, man. Young Money was such a force in, like, 2008 and 2000 through, like, pretty much through 2012 even. I think from 08 to 12 was, like, Young Money hot streak. Coincidentally, when Lil Wayne dropped Carter Three and onward, you
1: know. But this is the thing: Drake music sounds dated from back then. Oh, it sure that's does. Because, that's because his sound changed. It sure and does. Look at Tyga, his sound has not changed. No, at all. It's the same. I mean, the beat. The beats have a not changed. And yeah. the beats have gotten a lot better because of. I me. Mean, production as a whole has gotten a lot better. He had that hookah song with the Young Thug. Yeah. He's
0: he he's here's the thing about Tyga. People don't know this about him. I don't think they know this about him. He's not an album artist. He needs a single. He needs a hot single for the summer, Mm -hmm.
1: and he is very good at that. And he should continue aspiring for that. And there's no like formula to say this is why Wale is sort of the same with mixtapes. Wale is an excellent mixtape artist, but his albums are just lackluster. So when people are
0: saying Tyga came back, he didn't really come back. He just is doing what Tyga's always done, which is drop a hot single. Yeah, you know. Anything else about Scarlord? No. I I think both of these artists are great to check out for people that have not been into the UK scene that want some screamo. If you have some friends that you're trying to get into rap maybe that are into a more like rock I or to, screamo sound, let them listen to Scarlord and just say hey what I do you think? I know Aaron's listened before. I wonder if Aaron would be a Aaron listens to almost every episode of ours. So shout awesome. out to Aaron.
1: I love you, buddy. Aaron, check out Scarlord. Yeah, and please Ghost check Slane. out Scarlord. Yeah, and Ghostman. Um, but yeah. You I would think people like, like maybe it. Andrew. Does he is he still into that?
0: Andrew's into Kevin Gates, dude. Andrew's a straight up thug. Don't <laughs> don't talk about what Andrew's uh, into.
1: Alright. That, that dude is I like, meant in music. I don't he
0: loves Kevin Gates. He's a big Kevin Gates fan. I don't get it either.
1: Congratulations,
0: you played yourself. <laughs> nah, dude, he's got some fire. That's funny.
1: Kevin Gates I amazing. would not have expected that. Yeah, man. He's great. Which Shut to be fair, one of the times was like I had never really hung out with Andrew. I just they just we all went to a movie and I knew he was like big into like rock and at the time I wasn't really into rock. Yeah. And, he was into pop punk. And then and then we we get in his car and back then he had like this Honda and he had like a bunch like he was real big into like audio. I was too. Yeah, I had a I bunch of stuff him. in my Xterra. Mm-hmm. I remember them like playing a milli and like all this way back then. <laughs> I was like, Okay, cool.
0: That, he had those big like fifteen inch speakers. <laughs> in his trunk we set off car alarms that's crazy we love just being loud in in his cars man he had the Lumina the, oh man shout out to Andrew dude one of,
1: one of my best friends um, no but seriously Aaron check out Scarlord if yes, you have please, any other friends that that you have that listen to that that genre of music show them Scarlord yeah, really. absolutely and Dave keep it up I think he has a classic
0: album in his pocket somewhere he just has to work on a couple of things Iron Out the uh, more detail for his, for his lyrics and some better beats. And I think okay. there's a lot of potential
1: there. He has, he, Scarlet, go back I and mean, he has a lot of potential for niche fans. Absolutely. Like with Wade, remember when I, like when, when I found out he loved Kid Cudi? Yeah. I was like dumbfounded. I was like, yeah. Wade hates rap. I,
0: yeah, I was dumbfounded that Wade liked anything because he just <laughs> is always so goddamn negative. <laughs>
1: We just lost a listener. No, we did. By Wade. <laughs> Wade. Wade knows what's That's on. our one listener on Google Podcast, by That's the way. That's him. Yep. Um, all right. So, what you spinning besides the two of review, Yeah, I'm definitely not. Those are not going
0: in my rotation. Uh, maybe some Scarlet stuff will. Uh, I went back and was kind of listening to. It's, so, I haven't been listening to really any rap. Uh, other than the Juice World album, I'm still playing that. Sun Kill Moon is a artist came out with this new album. It's depressing as fuck. It's seven songs and it's an hour and a half. Shit. And then uh, I was gonna try and listen to Speeding Bullet to Heaven, but I just can't force myself to. What try album to is do that? <laughs> well, oh yeah, we do not talk about <laughs> yeah, that. That album is not spoken to... about. My my heavy rotation right now, honestly, is it's really just been. It, what I call it's it's like my carbohydrates of listening. It's right. just like all all old old music that I like. I have like a favorite for, a lot of Frank Ocean lately. Yeah, I've been in a mood. Frank moon, Ocean's dude. timeless. My my heart is just kind of hurting right now, dude. I just I need a
1: lot yeah, of sad yeah. songs. Yesterday, got stood up, dude.
0: I know X's 17 album too,
1: but not, album, not much. That anything. album will live forever. Yeah. Um. So I've been listening. I listened to Ventura. I've listened to that several times since I've added it. Um, the well, I added the Ventura album for Anderson Pax, so it'll automatically get downloaded when it comes out. But the King James single is the one that I've been listening to a lot. Um, Infinity and um, Psychodrama, obviously. Um, there's an Apple playlist, and I don't typically listen to Apple curated playlists. Some of them are good, Some of, but this one is good. It's called um, The Plug, and it's a bunch of like sort of like new age trap. And some of these people are actually pretty good, and I hadn't heard of them. Like, I've heard of 03 Greedo. Have you ever listened to him? Yeah. His music's pretty yeah, good.
0: Absolutely. He's uh, amazing.
1: But when I started looking, like, there's some people that we've talked about, like Lil Skies is on this. Um, there was another one that kind of shot me. 21 Savage is on this. Um, 88 Glam, Juice World. Mm-hmm. Um, but the majority, Jid, like, yeah. there's a bunch of people yeah, on here nice. that I have never heard of. But when I clicked on I was like, okay, this is actually listenable. So I've been listening through. Um, that playlist is called the Plug. Um, I've been listening to Juice World's album. Um, that's really been it, and then the stuff we've been listening to. Yeah, I listened to a lot of playlists that I've curated. Yeah, like going to see Travis Sunday and okay. Charlie. for that. So I've been listening to a lot of that set list uh, for that. Um, that's really been it.
0: Are we, are, I can't remember. Are we going to see us?
1: Um, I, I will go see it again with you. I know me and Tabitha are gonna go. When are you going? Either oh, you're Saturday, going that Sunday, right? Yeah, Saturday or Sunday, Sunday or Monday. If you go
0: Saturday, let me know. You know, I'm the well. If you if you want a date night, dad
1: we won't stand you up. Yeah, I, here, at Hook's, here at Hooks Lines and Hip Hop, <laughs> when we make an appointment, we keep it. We keep it.
0: <laughs> I hope that girl's okay. Um, but yeah, I I do want to talk about that movie after it comes out. I, I think, think it's
1: gonna be. It's gonna reach more people than Get Out did, I think, because Which I thought Get Out was gonna be a scary movie, and I didn't That's really because they didn't really he didn't really market it as a as a political movie. Right. Well, it was scary. It was very it, it was trailer, more of a trailer. Well, the trailer made it look like a horror, movie. horror movie, and then yeah. when you got there, it really wasn't, and you saw more of the political. And this characters. one is kind of like it might be like that too. You never know. Yeah. I think it may be a little bit more like, like a, a horror. I think it may be a little bit of the reverse. I think some of the maybe political stigma that has been given was because of the context that get out gives this movie so now people are going to be expecting it and it may just be a horror movie Mm -hmm. because jordan peele has said and emphasized several times he said this is a horror movie us is a horror movie cool so maybe it'll be a little less political over i want it i I, I want to be scared dude i I think it looks great i want it to be both because jordan peele is genius yeah he's amazing Shout out. Um, so, yeah, if we both see that, I mean, I'm down to go together, but if it ends up coming down to it where we have to go separate, yeah. I'm we'll gonna, definitely talk about it. I'm
0: definitely going to see it premiere, because I went and watched Get Out on uh, premiere as well. And I hate going to the movie theaters, by the way.
1: I don't like it. Oh, no,
0: me, me Wade, and Brian are going. That's who I'm going right. with. Shout out.
1: All right, cool. Yeah. um, No, I, maybe we can talk about that one the same episode we do, Album Art. Yeah. Because that, that'll that be a little be cool. bit, little kind of part of music, but not part of music. Um, so that's really all I've been listening to what do you have for the good note
0: good note for me would just be I think it would be me realizing confidence in myself through working hard Uh, the main thing that I realized was before for those of you guys who don't know I worked with my parents a while ago and that being in that atmosphere when you're working with family you don't really get a sense of how
1: good you are at your job you're just like uh, of course people like me you know That's interesting because I worked with my family business, but once I was like in high school and got like I didn't work with them, right? And like after like once I got a job, I it was never really it was just like summer money for me when I did it. Then you did it as almost I mean as a as a teenager.
0: Yeah, it was it was all throughout high school and then in college in the summers. So I never really got a grip of what kind of employee I was because you get away with a lot of shit when you're working for your parents. But lately, just seeing the level of confidence that you can gain from working hard and being re- like receiving praise for your work, but also just seeing that like you're really good at what you do, you know, right. is very powerful. And I just want to say, for those of you out there, if you're if you're struggling with finding that self confidence, I think always looking, uh, taking a break from looking inward, because sometimes we're just too harsh on ourselves. And look outward and see that, like, if you're applying yourself in school, if you're applying yourself in fitness, if you're applying yourself at your job, that you should recognize that and continue to apply yourself so that you build that confidence up. And I think that's really important.
1: Okay. Uh, I can second that, too. I mean, the career that I got into sort of fell into my lap. Mm-hmm. I, was, got a, I got a degree for criminal justice and decided that wasn't really what I wanted to do. And it was sort of a thing like, how do I tell my parents that what I really wanted to do I don't want to do anymore? And I was still, I mean, I had a good job, but it it was just, I mean, it was, I moved up as high as I could, could go. Yeah. For my age, I had a very good job for where I was at. Yeah. But it wasn't a career. And then this sort of fell into my lap and I've run with it. And I, I feel like I am doing a good job. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see right. what you're about. And it, I, I could see how difficult it could be working for family.
0: Yeah, you know, because cause they're not going to
1: really recognize you. For what you're doing, it's like it's expected. I yeah, guess. and it's not, oh, and so much is that it's difficult in the time, but you could have it like where you're, you are getting away with a lot of stuff, and you may, like, your parents be like, oh, good job, thanks for working hard today at yeah. work, and then you get to a job, and you don't know what hard work is, or right. like your parents coddled you at work right. like they did at home, which I, I know your parents obviously, yeah. I don't think they coddled sure you ever. Sure did it. <laughs> not so hot, at least. No. That lady's a worker. <laughs> yeah. So, it it that was a big thing, and also sticking
0: to a plan once you've uh, put once you've stated what you want to do, I think it's important to continue saying what you want to do and actively
1: saying it. Not maybe say, yeah, I'm going to be da-da-da. That's, that's part of why picking like attainable goals are important. Because if Very you pick important. a goal that's unattainable and you even stick at it for a month and you're like, I'm not seeing any results in whatever yeah. the case may be, then you're just going to give up. But if you set yeah. small goals that seem almost insignificant at first, yeah. That's when you're going to see, like okay, I'm, I am starting to see results and this is the, I am on the path to the goal that I want to eventually overall achieve. Yeah, I'm
0: currently working on getting my master's for occupational therapy and that really started out with me uh, deciding what I wanted to do because I got a degree in psychology. That's always very vague. Nobody knows what the fuck to do with psychology. So I didn't know what to do for about two years. I sold insurance for a while. That shit didn't work out. And then I told I told my mom one day. I said, "Do you know anybody in the medical field that is in any sort of physical therapy, or occupational therapy?" She hooked me up with this person, and I said, "Okay, I have to start working harder. Uh, I, I well, I have to get a job there first. I got a job there. Then I said, I have to shadow an occupational therapist. I, I shadow an occupational therapist. I'm taking the classes I need." at tech before I can apply for schools I've already taken the GRE but these were all small goals he said GRE not
1: JRE no
0: (laughs) GRE but shout out to JRE too (laughs) but these were all goals over time so you're right attainable goals also build confidence because somebody said even something as simple as making your bed every morning can enhance your mood
1: yeah coming home to like a made bed it's funny you say that we were talking about this it worked a couple days ago People that, are, you know, you have friends or family friends that have been in the military? Yeah. Like my uncle, which he, he now that he, he's been out for a, lot, a while, right. so he's kind of gotten out of the habits. But I know a lot of people that when they come back from the military, they still wake up and the first thing they do is run, like they did on base. Sure. They wake up and they do the same thing they've been doing because it's a structure. And most people you see like that are very organized. They are very habitual. They do the same things the same way every day mm-hmm. and not to a compulsion. I'm talking about like they just—they're very thorough and meticulous, and everything is done. It's
0: about getting your day started by accomplishing things early, so that you kind of stay on a roll. Sometimes, with me especially, I'm guilty of this. I might start my morning by watching, you know, one one show on Netflix with a cup of coffee. Before I know it, I've been sitting watching TV for two hours. I haven't done shit yet. So,
1: yeah, that's I I see that.
0: It's also about just not always constant. it's not about being comfortable all the time too, which is something our generation kind of has to get over because yeah. we we're very coddled. And I think we, we, you and I both grew up with, with good families who, you know, made sure we didn't want for yeah. the most part, you know? So it's also, it was about me outgrowing that as well. And understanding that everything takes a lot, the best things do take the most time and uh, us doing this podcast for as long as we have we, you know, we're not huge yeah, by I mean, any stretch saw of the imagination. Like little
1: success at the beginning.
0: Yeah, we saw like a little success at the beginning. Then it tanked a little bit, and then now we're seeing more more listeners. And we're and I'm, you know, I'm always grateful for Jake because he takes care of all the the audio.
1: Hey, I was a Bandcamp rapper, so yeah,
0: dude, that. for real, he's he's about it. So, you know, it, it, everything is about just continuing to to do the right things. And eventually it happens. As long as you stay on your path, as long as you're realistic about your goals, you know, I think you can achieve almost anything. Yeah. So, that was a good last little
1: note there. I don't have, I'll, I'll, I'll just leave my input that I put into that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how. That was good. Yeah. Thank you guys so the much The weather was listening. nice here in Greenville today, so that's a... It that's a fucking
0: holiday. was, man. I'm seeing the sun more, and I'm feeling better.
1: For the locals that listen, what was going on with the wind? Apparently, I saw what people... was super windy that On Friday? No, Friday. Last Friday, I okay. think it was. I just saw... I oh, no, no, no. It was, it was talk- Tuesday. I Tuesday. I heard a, Tuesday, a bunch of people crazy. talking about how windy it was. I don't,
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. I heard it, too. I just kept hearing old people go, Lord, the wind! The wind is crazy! They're probably blowing their toupees off. Yeah, man. A lot of old people. A lot of old people.
1: Hey, Greenville or South Carolina's the New Florida. Okay. Florida's too cold. They're not dying quick enough. So they're eventually. We should answer that. <laughs> I think it's my mom. Okay, we should, that wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you all so okay, much. Hakeem's going to get his phone call. I'm pretty sure it's an escort service. <laughs> he's answering it pretty quickly. <laughs> Hello? Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Hooks, Lines of Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. We really want to hear from you guys. So follow us on Twitter. Let us know how we can better serve you. Thanks for the support. And until next time, see ya.